Hey there, Ivy listeners. Thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about Sword of Destiny, Tales of the Witcher. I guess you could say this would be volume two of the tales um, by Andreas Sapkowski. I would definitely read this one after The Last Wish um, because these stories do take place after he meets Yennefer, which he meets in The Last Wish, um, in those collection of stories. If you remember, I loved The Last Wish, and I really do love these as well, because for me, I'm a huge fairy tale buff. If you, if, if a book says fairy tale retelling, doesn't matter which kind of culture it's from, I'm, I am here for it. And if it's a culture I'm unfamiliar with, then I tend to, you know, kind of submerge myself in that culture to find out the roots of that fairy tale. Um, but I love retellings and the witcher stories, you know, these short stories, they are so reminiscent of fairy tales. Um, there are two in particular, the Shard of Ice and a little sacrifice. So these are, you can see the inspiration that he drew from Hans Christian Andersen's The Snow Queen and The Little Mermaid. You're kind of really seeing those illusions, but there's so much more. Uh, definitely Sapkowski is making a name for himself as a storyteller because yeah, you can see the illusions there, but I wouldn't really just call them retellings. He's reinventing these fairy tales in his own unique, dark, fantastical way. Because again, you're dealing with the Witcher. What is the Witcher? He hunts monsters, you know? That's what Geralt does. He hunts monsters. And that's what really makes him a compelling character because there's so many things everyone's like oh that's a monster he's like no i don't hunt intelligent life so no not doing it um and that's what i like about Geralt and these stories there's a lot of def depth to them you can definitely see in just his interaction with other characters there's lots of debates on ethics on morals it's very thought-provoking. Other characters challenge him on an intellectual level while he challenges others on an intellectual level. You know, nothing's just clear and cut for these characters. It's all a shade of gray. Are there rights? Are there wrongs? Yes, definitely, 100%. There's always gonna be rights and wrongs in the universe um but it was so well done i love these stories and this is a collection of six stories um in case you were wondering a lot of some of these stories i will say that some of these stories were already presented in the first season of the witcher netflix show in case you're <laughs> I know a lot of people were confused by that show. Personally, I wasn't. I did like that it was non-linear, but I understand why it may have confused a few people. In any case, some of the stories that were featured in the first season are in here. So I'm pretty sure, just like with The Last Wish, some of the stories 
in there were featured in the first season. So now season two is really gonna, I, I wanna see more of these stories come to life before we get into the series. And I haven't read the series yet. In case you're wondering, I haven't played the game. I've watched my husband play the game, which is why he's like, oh, you should read the books. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll read the books. Not disappointed at all. Um, I love Sapkowski's storytelling. I love his tension. I love Dandelion. I love Yennefer. I love how these characters are brought to life. I love that there is depth to them. That there is a lot of intellect in the storytelling to really give the reader pause, but also lose yourself in the storytelling and the message that I think the author is going for, because he does deal with a lot of, again, like, there, no one likes elves, um, no one likes other creatures that are different from them. So it's a different form of racism and bigotry that does line the story. Geralt himself has to deal with his own issues of he's a witcher, he has no feelings, but doesn't he? He definitely does. He definitely feels. Um, and that's what... People think he doesn't feel, so they hold grudges against him. They're like, oh, you're an abomination against nature. But they'll pay him whatever to go kill a monster and then just shun him afterwards. So he does have to deal with his own prejudices. But not everyone, like I said, Dandelion is totally his bestie. They are best friends for life. Love them. They are <laughs> They are the best of friends. And I, I, I can't get over their friendship. I can't get over how even in the book themselves they they do butt heads and dandelion is one of those people who like pushes back against him it's just like okay you're saying this but what if it's this you know but he's also like light he's not he's not a very heavy character he's a bard you know he's there for the poetry he is intellectual but he is also respectful of Geralt and all the stories and he's featured more in these stories than he was in The Last Wish. So if you're a friend, if you're a fan of Dandelion, also known as Jeskier in the show, you know what, definitely 100% give this book a read. It has more of Yennefer, it has more of the foundations of their relationship, more tension in there, more depth uh, in defining, in defining who they are as a couple. Are they a couple? What are their feelings for one another? You get to see that more in this novel than I think you do see in the TV show. And that's what, if you're someone who's, you know, a fan of the show and you love them as a couple, this novel here offers a little bit more dimension. I always say the, you know, a TV show or an adaptation is only the tip of the iceberg. You always need to go back to that source material to find out everything that's underneath. So I love that. I also like, what I liked better here was, this is where we get to see him meet Siri. This is where we're seeing that. And I thought it was way, that was much better done in this book. I loved how they were together. 
I love their dynamic. I love how they first meet, and I kind of wish they had they had brought that to life um, instead of the way it was done in the story. But maybe we'll get to see that eventually because their dynamic. You're definitely seeing that father-daughter dynamic come to life in their narrative. And I thought that was so well done. Honestly, so well done. I can't stress that to you enough to see their relationship really come alive as father and daughter. So, it was a great book. It's a great collection of short stories. And I'm not personally, honestly, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't read short stories or collections a lot because I never know how to quite judge them or review them, but Sapkowski is amazing. He is so amazing at what he does with his storytelling, with his narrative, with adding depth and dimension into every single layer and every single facet of his fantasy world building, of his character development. There's so much. And it's so well done. It's it's executed brilliantly. So definitely um, Sword of Destiny, five out of five stars. Can't I cannot stress that enough. Five out of five stars. It's a good book. Definitely recommend it, especially if you're a fan of the Witcher series. You're going to want to read this one and The Last Wish before season two comes out. 100% you are. Um, and if you're a fan of fairy tales, like I said, he draws allusions to the Snow Queen and Little Mermaid, but in a very mature, very dark way that just, it's just beautiful and, and funny too, because, you know, Dandelion is, I love Dandelion, <laughs> I really do. Dandelion, Yennefer, and Geralt, they are the perfect trio, for, hands down. Uh, if you want to go ahead and purchase the book, please purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. All I ask is that you support your bookstore. If money's tight, you can check out the book from your local library. Libraries are a great resource for the community. They also offer digital library cards if you don't have a physical one so that you can get ebooks and audiobooks from them as well. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me and Sin's Workshop by liking this podcast and subscribing to it. You can also become a supporter on Anchor FM or by simply sharing, you know, sharing the love, just spreading the word. That's, that's all I ask. Um, I hope you all have a great rest of your day and as always, happy reading.